Hey, friends slash enemies. If you are just listening to me, then you are missing out because my show, Not Too Deep, is now an actual, tangible, visual show on full screen, and you don't have to miss out on it at all. We have a set. I sit in a very luxurious alligator velvet-lined chair. Can you imagine it in your head and what it looks like? It doesn't look like that. So use your eyeballs and go sign up for full screen at fullscreen.com slash not too deep to check out the new show with your eyeballs and your ears. How amazing is that? If you go to fullscreen.com slash not too deep, sign up. Your first month is free. 30 days of just texture and color. Your senses will thank you. Your audio sense will thank you. Your mouth will say thank you to you for it engaging the rest of your senses in a visual journey through Not Too Deep on full screen. Welcome to another episode of Not Too Deep with me, your host, Grace Ann Helbig the first. This is a very special Dirty 30 themed episode. That's right, myself, Hannah Hart, and Mamrie Hart have created a film called Dirty 30 that comes out September 23rd. And I invited those two dummies onto Not Too Deep to talk all about it. Uh, all about the film, all about turning 30, all about epic parties. Um, there, at some point, is a huge debate about strip clubs. So make sure you listen in for that. On this very special Dirty 30 edition of Not Too Deep. Cheers, we've started. Mm. (laughs) Yay, welcome to another episode of Not Too Deep. I'm here with the stars of Dirty 30, Hannah Hart and Mamrie Hart. Hello. (laughs) You guys have never done a podcast together with me. No, not at all. All three of us at once. Not, Not us two on you. Oh, no. girl. Well, well no. We I just mean, like, started. We just no. started. <laughs> no. Oh, Jesus. No. No. 30 That's seconds not. in, we got a Hannah. Isn't That's great. all I meant. I meant like we've all three been on a podcast, though. But not but, on Not Too Deep Together, all correct. three at the yeah. same time. Correct. correct. Which is so exciting. We're going to be talking about Dirty 30. Because this is great. I think this is good warm-up for us to get ready for press anyway. Because oh we're mm-hmm. going to be doing it together. And we're just going to be answering the same questions over and over and so over. So this one we might actually have original thoughts. And then we'll just be parrots <laughs> for the next month. Yeah. 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 We'll get, out, we'll get all, all the sloppy answers out. Uh, apparently. Yeah. I've never done two on one. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, what is? What do you guys want as, like, what could be the best compliment someone says after they see Dirty 30? Ooh. Um... That was hilarious. I bought copies for all my friends. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I just, mm-hmm. my one is I really want people to think it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it is, it is funny. Yeah. Mine would be if they were like, I didn't know I could stay hard for 90 minutes. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> and then I watched Dirty 30. <laughs> uh, sorry, I missed the show. Um, no, just that they had a great time and they felt like they were actually at a party. Yeah. Yeah. Here's another question that I have for you guys, and it's more just personal. How would you summarize Dirty 30? Because I feel like I've been asked this so many times and I never can get like a concise answer for exactly what the movie is about. I would say a woman's 30th birthday party <laughs> goes terribly awry, question mark? Okay. Oh, I would say it goes terribly right. Oh. <gasps> 
Like this is it's why she, she writes needed, the movies. But yeah. like in not the way she thought. A 30th birthday party that goes terribly right. I've Ooh. also used the word romp in the last month more than I ever <laughs> have in my life when being asked about this film. That it's like a good old romp? It's a good old romp. It's, mm-hmm. an, it's you know on Tumblr when kids are like, well, that was a roller coaster from start to finish. Yeah. That's how oh. I feel about the movie. Oh, that is accurate. That's true. That's really good. That's true. It's got heart. It's got characters. It's got relatability. It's a time lord of a film. It has mm-hmm. two hearts. It's okay. Yeah. It's a very Speaking select of Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Who, right? Okay. Yeah. Hand there we go. I also feel like it's such a romp because it, you know, takes place over one night. And you know when you go see a movie and and something happens and you get to a place where you go, oh well, this is the. This part of the movie, I'm like safe to go pee in. Yeah. Or like to go like refill my soda. Not this one. I don't think there's any pee breaks on there, this thing. There are no pee breaks in this movie because every storyline, when you're being updated on a storyline, you're like, oh no, I want to watch what happens in this scene between these characters. Four stars, yeah. zero pee breaks. Yeah. <laughs> my review. So pee before the movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, someone asked, did you enjoy filming Dirty 30 or Camp Dakota more? I don't necessarily think that mm. one's better than the other, but I'm curious... What would you guys say were the differences in filming? We were just so young. I mean, we were so green. I would say that I enjoyed filming Dirty 30 more because it wasn't my first time on a set. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so that oh, was- yeah. I always forget that Camp Dakota was the very first thing that you did in cut. terms of acting. <laughs> yeah. That you told the director to cut after the first scene as if he wasn't going to call cut. Yeah. <laughs> like he forgot how to direct. That's the um, end of the scene. No, they're so vastly different. Yeah. yeah. It was really nice to... Be, I, I felt like in Camp Dakota, I didn't get a chance to like watch scenes that mm-hmm. I wasn't in. And so this felt really nice to watch scenes that I wasn't in. And also, like, maybe you guys weren't in as well, you know? Same. Well, Camp Dakota, it was just one of us on screen at all time, or all of us. Yeah. It was so just a th- like a three-piece. Yeah. And this is an ensemble film, so it was really cool to see other people do their thing and, and be hilarious. Do it really well. Really well. Way better than any of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that Camp Dakota has a lot of, like, it has a lot of sentiment to it. You know, it's mm-hmm. a really, it's mm-hmm. a funny movie, but sweet. it's also a really sweet movie. Um, but this is a, like, a sweet movie that's really, really funny. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, a lot of people are asking, what's your favorite line or word that you said in the film? Line or word? Oh, I know yeah. mine. What's yours? I may be small, but I am mighty. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah. That's so good. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Oh. I'm trying. Mm. I'm really good at short-term memory of my own dialogue. Same. <laughs> I'm like, what did I say? Same. I can't remember, and I wrote it. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no. That's a spoiler. I don't want to say that line. Um... God. I'm no, trying to think of other lines that other people have said in the movie, too, that were really good. Well, one of my favorite things is that uh, Dan Chamberlain, who you'll see in the movie, who Hannah uh, had kind of battles. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is one of my good friends from New York, as you guys know. I'm just telling the listeners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he would add in little inflections. And when he kept saying, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Knew? When he said, girl. 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 But he kept. Every time we'd say something, he'd go, hell yeah. And it, and then our camera crew started saying, hell yeah. Oh, man, I loved our crew. Big shout out to our crew. Oh, so good. They were hilarious, but also very professional. Still friends. Still friends. Yeah. DP, Tom, we got drinks before Guns N' Roses two weeks ago. I what? feel like it was nice to have a camera crew that was all friends with each other. And for us to be working as friends with each other, it was like, oh, look, now these two like groups come together mm-hmm. and we're collaborating as friend groups. Well, it's almost like the party... 
the party feels like a high school party yeah. movie, but set in the context of 30th birthday. And when we got there, they kind of had their boy click. Yeah. It was like us coming in and being like, you need to get the boy click to like us. It was like this West Side is, Story. This is all Grease 2 coming in. Yeah, again. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I've been trying to tie it in for the last 10 minutes. Thank you. I was just really happy with the crew because they would play this game with me. Yes. Oh, for those listening, you can't see that Hannah's playing oh, yeah. that game where you what is what you do make you a circle call? with you your like finger? The A-OK finger. The A-OK finger. You mm-hmm. put it below your hip or whatever. Yeah. Somebody glances at it and then you punch him. <laughs> you punch him. You punch him. Um, which I think is like a real that character trait is very familiar in your character that you play in Dirty Thirty. And a lot of people are asking whose character is most like one of us in real life. Mm. I don't know. I feel like they're all very, like, shades of each one they're of us. They're sprung from truth, for yeah. sure. Well, true fact, I really thought that Charlie— So the character I play, Charlie, is um, super competitive, and after they get a few drinks in them, maybe starts challenging, mm-hmm. a, you know, people to, like, push-up <laughs> contests and stuff. Um, and I remember when I first read it, I was like, oh, cool, like, maybe give you a character that's nothing like me to help expand <laughs> my acting horizons. Um, give I, you range. I really thought that. I know. <laughs> and then cut to, like, I'm nothing like this character, finishing push-ups, and then you're holding the thing. You're like that punching the finger. crew and being like, got you. I've gotten you so many times. And I mean, like, I got to punch you. You can't walk away. I didn't punch you yet. I don't but know like where that was based way. off of. Playful. But was, we also had a conversation recently where you were like, yeah, I stole a chair before from a bar. And then uh, okay. maybe brought it up. And then you were like, chairs. <laughs> okay. Oh there was God. a time. Stool. stool. She stole a stool from a local bar just to see if she could. And I returned it. And you yeah. returned it. You were just going to see if you could. But then... Grace and I are, ha, 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 remember that one time you did that? Apparently, it's a thing. Yeah, Hannah, Hannah said, like, takes, which one? <laughs> takes bar stools oh my God. just to see if she can. Um, I used <sighs> to. I used to. But I am proud to say I have now, you know. Grown out of that I've phase. I've grown out of that phase. Yeah. I don't to need me, to prove it anymore. Okay. It's the most hilarious phase because I like Love to it. imagine that it wasn't you getting away with it. It was people obviously seeing you do it and being like, she needs this more than we do. <laughs> Like, let her have the stool. Where is that tiny person going with the stool? Do they need something from a rooftop? I like the idea of you just the next morning opening a storage unit door and chucking it into a, just a unit full of stool. <laughs> and I'd be like, my secrets. <laughs> no, my precious. Uh, people want to know what, this is an interesting question. What's the most stressful part of filming? Oh, man. Uh, well, one stressful part that was like kind of a stressful thing, not really, was that we took a break off in the middle of filming to for Thanksgiving do, for Thanksgiving, and it's like, oh, this is excellent, but we're filming a movie that takes place over one night, so none of us can look different when we come back from Thanksgiving mm-hmm. break. And you, and one of us you is in a crop out. top. Yeah, yeah one <laughs> of us is wearing. So maybe that's just my personal stress. Yeah, one extra dre- stuffing. Yeah, a scoop yeah. of stuffing, and you'd see that. Uh, most stressful. I don't know. I get really like. Producery and just if we're behind it all, mm-hmm. it stresses me out. So yeah, just actual time management things. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Ah, I really like. She's it. like when Crafty is out of hummus. Yeah, basically. Oh yeah, that was stressful. <laughs> it, the stress and anticipation of waiting for our Crafty to write what the dip of the day was on his chalkboard dip was of the day. Uh, dip of the day. But also like so so great. Uh, someone asked, "What are you most excited for?" Regarding the release of Dirty 30. I'm just excited. One, I'm excited for our premiere party. Yeah. I'm so excited. Two, I'm excited just for other people to see it. Because mm-hmm. I 
I've seen it twice now, but I feel like, cool, I think it's good, but I'd love someone that has no attachment to this at all to watch it and give me an opinion. I'm <clears throat> sorry. I'm really excited for the premiere. I'm really excited for the premiere too. This is doesn't this doesn't get edited. <laughs> I know, but I should restart my set. It's a habit. It's a habit. So uh, just in case, for those of you following along, I'm really excited for the premiere, and I think I might actually stay in the theater and listen to everybody laugh because like, that's how good I think the movie. Oh, is. see, oh. I think I'm going to be outside of the theater pacing with a cocktail. Mm. Mm, I, I kind of want to like stand by the door so I can look in. <laughs> We're going to be stationed throughout the theater. I'll be reporting. I'm slowly being lowered. <laughs> Everybody okay? Everybody okay? okay? I'll text Mamie. I'll text you every time we get a laugh. Thank you. Yeah, Yeah. it makes me really, really anxious to watch something that that's like we have so much emotional investment into around others. Someone wants to know what's your favorite thing to do after a long day of filming. Well, it depends because you probably have to get up at four a.m. the next day too. That's true. But there was. We went to Tyler Oakley's birthday party after a long day of filming, didn't we? We went roller skating. Oh, we yeah. went roller skating. No, that was like some other. Oh, that event. was trivia. The trivia, yeah. like a premiere party, and it was like all these YouTubers there, and like Rhett and Lincoln, people that have been in the movie with us, and we went and did a little bit of like roller skating. Just some stress. Got some stress out. A Which couple actually felt skates. really nice. It yeah. Did. yeah. No, I normally come home, you know, wash my face, <laughs> do a face mask, mm. if you will, mm. a couple glasses of red wine. Stop mindless on the TV and pass out. Yeah. Yeah. It is like emotionally exhausting all day because I think we got along with everyone that worked in the crew. So you're just having conversations all day long, Mm -hmm. even if you're not like in scenes and that sort of thing. So you just feel like I've just been talking all day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for the confirmation, guys. Uh, Someone wants to know, outside of us three, who is uh, our favorite person to witness or interact with on set? Oh my god! Always Michael Goldfine. Michael yeah, Goldfine. Michael Goldfine. Yeah, Michael Goldfine sitting behind the cameras right now. He's here listening, He's making sure we don't say anything awful about the movie. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but there's nothing. There, this isn't edited. There's it's nothing he could do to stop us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it's always Michael Goldfine, and it kills me. There was one day where you guys uh, weren't on set, and I think it was Mikey Murphy and Casey Hughes, and. We had to do our behind-the-scenes video together, and it was the end of the day. And I've gone back and watched that so many times because we are making Ugh. no sense. You guys, no, oh, but yeah. we, but we, like, would we tr- speak the same language. You yeah. guys are literally gibberish, nonsense chipmunks. Yeah. You know how like, sometimes the you same see gibberish. Yeah, identical twins, and they speak their own language, and you're like, I have no idea what they're saying to each other. You guys, when you get together, it starts as full sentences and just devolves into this like identical twin speak that no one else can understand. Oh, you know that video of the two babies who, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's like, oh, that's me. My girlfriend's trying to go to the bathroom when we're drunk. They're just like pushing each other down the hall and laughing. Except one of the babies always goes, we're done. We're done. We're done. Walks away. We're done. Oh, uh, yeah. I love just watching you guys interact because it's just bits on bits on bits. Bits on bits. Who did you guys like interacting with the most? Mm, I really like, um, I guess, all the members of our crew and our cast. So like everybody, so like, so like refusing oh, to answer the question. Kevin, Kevin, the focus puller had the greatest laugh of all time. Oh, he did. And so it was always like a thing for us to make the guy, like the crew laugh, yeah. you know? And so I just, I thought that was so I funny. I thought, yeah, Kevin was super great. And also Taylor and Lauren, like every morning waking up. Oh, and our hair and makeup. makeup we had them. the same hair and makeup as we did from Camp Dakota. So mm-hmm. it felt like a little class reunion. A little yeah. class reunion. It was fun. Uh, who was your favorite special guest featured in the movie? Well, I got to do my scenes with Drew, my toe cold, like more. Uh, yeah. 
And he, he was so sweet. Drew Monson. Drew Monson. Yeah. 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 He was great. And he was also in, I mean, I was in a crop top, but he was in the most compromising position in yeah. all of the film. And I mean, when you have Cheetos on your crotch, like, <laughs> you know you chose the right role. And he was super nervous because I think this was his first thing aside from Shane's movie. Yeah. And But he handled it like a total pro. I mean, imagine if like the, like kind of the second thing you did outside your comfort zone, you literally had to lay naked on a table Covered in hummus. He yeah. was a total pro. And he came to set every day. He'd have like monologues to say sometimes and like just completely prepared. Yeah. I was like, this is amazing that you're like, you you respect this whole film and this whole process. And this is so cool. And he was just funny. And he would ask for feedback and like want to do the best job that he could. Uh, my favorite to watch. Oh, Rhett and Link were really fun, but they were mm-hmm. only there like a day or two. But they were mm-hmm. great. They I were, mean, when they were so fantastic. Oh, but yeah. it's Adam Lustig. It's the Ugh. character for you guys when you watch it who plays uh, Raven. And he just, I we know him. Oh. Grace and I know him from New York. He's the greatest. He's the nicest, most clean cut, hilarious, sweet dude of all time. And looking across the room and seeing him in full goth makeup. Like, like talking to himself, getting into character. He would get into character by doing this rave dance yeah. where it's like that, like uh, invisible ball. Sphere. Yeah, and he, they'd be doing like security meetings with everyone on set and telling us like what to be conscious of, and he'd just be listening while like balancing this invisible ball. <laughs> oh, it he was, was so good, so good. Loved it. Uh, I also loved Adam. I I like a lot of the scenes between Mamrie and Matt Delpino, who plays your love interest. Because they were really, really sweet. Yeah, I remember. I, <clears throat> I remember after you filmed your like your first like walk and talk, little flirty birdie, blah 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 time. Uh-huh. Grace came over to me and she's like, "It was so, cute. it's so cute, and like it just shot so pretty and sweet, and like ah, uh, it just like it was so exciting because Matt was on one of my first improv teams yep. back in New York called Handsome Town, and so Absolutely it was named, <laughs> yeah, uh, and so it was this like weird full circle thing. Also, Flula. Is always a always. star. Of course. And watching him at the end of the day, they were like running out of time with him and they were just like, improvise things that you're yelling at the crowd because mm-hmm. he plays the DJ. And him just being like, who loves deodorant? Mm-hmm. Like screaming. That's whatever he wants. Back to Matt really quick. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's totally married with a kid. Very happy. Uh, but he's so cute that... Kids, I just encourage you to go for your dreams and write stuff and then make people pretend to like you on camera. That oh. you already found handsome. That's true. Mamrie, do true. it. Advi- love and dating advice from Mamrie Hartley. Oh. All you got to do is make a movie, convince someone to pay for it. <laughs> know he's married with a child. Raise all the funding. Yeah. And get a promotional get marketing team behind it. And get him to flirt with you in front of a bunch of professionals. Yeah. Because that's his job. <laughs> Um, this is an interesting question. If you could pick a celebrity to play your character instead of you, who would it be? Oh, man. You know who I love? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Delapina. No, yeah. uh, Catherine Hahn. Oh, yeah. She's like... Oh, I've got such a crush on her. She's like the funniest in all the things. Like, yeah, back she, from like Anchorman to now she's in Bad Moms, but she's also in Transparent. She's a tra- yeah, she's oh, a rabbi she's in Transparent. Rabbi. Oh, okay, okay. I love her. I think she, she is hilarious. She's very funny. Yeah. I like her. That's wow. a good... That would be the person you wanted to play yourself? Just off the top of my head. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll put out a couple offers. <laughs> Obviously, we're going to take the biggest name. <sighs> Can I say Jason Schwartzman? <laughs> I was going to say Tilda Swinton. <laughs> yeah. Jason Schwartzman, amazing. I think it's good. Like Matt Damon also could yeah. do a really good job. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, my, my previous answer was Babe the Pig. 
yeah. I do think we could pull off like an Arrested Development Freaky Friday where you're played by Michael Sarah. Oh my you're God. You're Jason Bateman and yeah. I'm, what's his face? Tan. Magician on the show. Oh, oh yeah. Will Arnett. And I'm Will Arnett. Oh. oh. I think that's a pretty good Freaky Friday. I mean, that would be an amazing Freaky Friday. You would be a good Michael Sarah. Thank you. I feel like him a lot. <laughs> yeah, I see it. Yeah. Um, I think my first thought is like, and I'm huffy, like Jason Bateman. Huffy. My first thought is Anna Kendrick for this part, but mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the right answer. Oh, for this part, I thought this was us in our movie of our lives. Oh no, this oh, is this replacing Charlie. Charlie. Oh, oh. I don't think any of you. The change. Rock. I take my answer back. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, The Rock, The Wait, Rock. Wait, I take my back. I also Basement want Dwayne Johnson in a wig to play Evie. I think it would be. I'm, well, then I'm going to be switched out by Vin Diesel just to confuse people. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's a, a great choice. A lot of people are asking about like pranks on set, most embarrassing moments on set, like hijinks on set. And we, the hard thing is we don't, we don't ever do have answers for yeah, this. We, get the, we should practice, though, because we're, we always get asked this, and we're going to uh-huh. get asked it a lot during our press week. Yeah, we should just start up. coming yeah, up with stuff. Geez. Like, no one can fact check. You know, oh, we you shaved Henry's head. You know who yeah. ruined it for everyone? Yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing a wig the entire time. Who ruined it for everybody Uh-oh. is Ocean's Eleven because you know that Brad Pitt and Clooney, they're just constantly pulling pranks. So oh, now yeah. there's this level to where there's supposed to be hijinks on set and it's like, no, we're this is not Ocean's Eleven. If, yeah. we ever get, if we ever get to the point in our careers and our lives where we're so secure, a la George Clooney and yeah. Brad Pitt, yeah, yeah, maybe we'll pull pranks. But for now, we're just like, we will do We have to be there on time. The closest, like to do thing, this right now. the closest thing I can remember to a prank is Gil. Posting all those photos of himself yes. on set when he was a oh. child. Yeah, so, so Gil has an incredible headshot from when he was little. Gil from the Camp Dakota days. Yeah. And he, I don't know who he got to do it, but he, his headshot would pop up everywhere mm-hmm. on yeah, set. Yeah, it would be like taped in our closet. It'd be like in our under refrigerator. the makeup. Yeah, and it was just like the, it's kind of like my favorite kind of pranks where they're mild, they're not offensive, they don't hurt anybody. But they're constant. Yeah, it's one of those things where <laughs> if he was crazy or an ex-boyfriend, it'd be really scary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but right now it's it's delightful. Um, someone wants to know, if you had to describe Dirty 30 with a song, which song would it be? Ooh, that one that goes dun 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 Oh, yeah, that sandstorm? Yeah. Mine would be um, the beat drop. Man. I think Maybe mine... like Bust a Move. Oh. Like a good, like, I'm gonna need early 90s. If you. Oh, wait. This is a jam for. No. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is a jam for all the fellas. Something. Tell us. Yeah. If you want it, you got it. Yeah, it's just I like never a fun party song. jam. Oh, this is our, I think all of these songs could be our um, like soundtrack because I was going to say <gasps> Vitamin C's As We Go. Oh, graduation. <laughs> what about some just like straight up Spice Girls? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Spice Up Your Life. Tell me what you want, what you mm-hmm. really, really want. Oh, that is, that is yes. the, I'll tell you what yeah. I want, what I really, really want. I want to, I want to. Want to be, right? Yep. Yeah, that's that a good one. That is really good for Dirty 30. Yeah. Um, someone said, did you each pick your t-shirt color? And I'm trying to remember. Did I we? think we did. We did. We did. Um, people are asking, what's the hardest scene to film? I feel like one of the harder scenes Oof. to film was outdoors. Night we, shoot. 
Yeah, the night shoot. It was an overnight shoot. We were up in like we were up in Santa Clarita, right? It was the last night of filming. <sighs> oh yeah. And yeah. it was cold as hell. I and we it were, out. you know, crop top, yeah. skirt. And it was just cold pieces. <laughs> we didn't have skin. any reception. Again, it felt very reminiscent of Camp Dakota. Except freezing instead of hot. Except freezing instead yeah, of so hot. Yeah, so in between shots, we'd have jackets put on us and heaters at our feet. And Uggs. Yeah. And then people would be like, okay, and we're rolling and, and rip off the coats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we'd stand there and clench and then they'd be like, action. And then like release for a second. Yeah, not, not looking cold. It's the first time when we were doing that, you hear all the interviews from like Sports Illustrated uh, so oh, models yeah. who are like, you don't understand. Like, we shoot those in January and the water's freezing. And you're like, shut up. <laughs> this is the first, <laughs> the first time I was like, oh, right. Not looking cold when you are sucks. It's yeah. hard. We had some practice with that in Canada for Electrum and Diner Girl. Yeah. Yeah. But, but nothing uh, could prepare us for just standing outside of the cold. Did they make you suck on ice cubes? Is that what? supposed to make your body temperature go so, down? No, but when if it's, oh. so, if it's so cold and you, you see your breath and that's not appropriate for the film, the way they remedy that is they make you suck on an ice cube. Mm. And to get your mouth cold? Was you- this part of your hazing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's a real thing. They, what? Uh, apparently, they, they did it. Um, there was like this crazy, crazy like orgy scene that they did for True Blood. And it was like sh- filmed in like, it was like 35 degrees. And it was supposed to be like, you know, the summer in Louisiana or whatever. And so they made all of the actors who are already like naked in this scene, basically suck on ice cubes uh, so that they wouldn't see their breath when they were filming. What blogs do you read? I was like, ice cube was in that scene? (laughs) 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 Suck on ice cube. (laughs) He was there just to get them all ready for the scene. (laughs) That old ice cube fluffer. Um, But the best thing that came out of that night is the behind the scenes vlog where Hannah loses her mind in that like, what was it, that beach movie bully character that you started doing? (laughs) Well, because it was Friday and our camera guys would wear Hawaiian shirts on Friday. Yeah. So we decided it was our last day, yeah. to wear them in our last behind the scenes. And Hannah, if you put on a Hawaiian oh. floral on Hannah with this swept over blonde dew, yeah. she popped the collar. fucking dude, man. I was a dude, but it I was, was also a bit of a douche. You were kind of chill. <laughs> But it also was that Brian Gramo was catching us at the end. Of, Brian Gramo shot all of our behind the scenes oh, stuff. Oh, he's hilarious. For everything. And he would edit the vlogs like that night, post them the next day. And so he's like, can I catch you guys for a couple minutes while they set up? 45 minutes of footage of just us. He asked us one question and then we just went off on tangents for 40 minutes. You know what we, do? we did? I remember we, every time we said the word internet, Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Our legs. <laughs> and then we just kept grabbing props that the woman who owned the house that we were shooting in and around had. She had that Halloween town. Well, she had a Hawaiian themed bedroom. Oh, that's right. There, there were many things about the house and a um, lot of NRA magazines. Yeah, there was. it was a spectrum of style. Um, yeah. So a lot of people are asking, how did we get the idea for the movie? And memory, that's a Double well, pizza in your I think it's, well, it started up when I was turning 30. Yeah. And I think at that age, you see, I feel like I had a lot of friends who were actually freaking out about turning 30. And I was like, bring it on. Like, it wasn't a big deal. But through the lens of, oh, what would it be like if you were freaking out? Right. And, and your life wasn't what you wanted it to be. Like, our lives, guys, they're, they're pretty great. great. They're, yeah, it's but spoiling. But if they weren't. So, yeah, I think it just came from that. And also, I... I love Can't Hardly Wait so much. So I really yeah. wanted to, you know, work on something that had multiple storylines happening under one roof. Mm-hmm. And oh, that's so fun. Yeah. I, it, you saying Can't Hardly Wait reminded me of actually um, Lee Newton's character is a, in this movie is mm-hmm. a lot like um, 
What's her face? Uh, Melissa Joan Hart. Melissa kinda. Joan Hart and yeah. Can't Hardly Wait. And one of my favorite moments that we shot is a scene with Anna and Lee. And Lee's trying to take a photo with her. And Anna just slams her face away. And Lee has like 50 or 100 selfies that she took like yeah. in scene. She's a girl yeah. who just wants selfies at parties at the party but oh. doesn't really have a conversation, which we've all met that person. Yeah. But she That's was taking actual over. selfies. Oh, the ones where Anna's smushing her face with grace. <laughs> are so good. Um, someone's asking the weirdest prop on set. I mean, the giant Mamrie face that now lives yeah. in our office was a great prop. That is a great It's fantastic. Prop. And yeah. I think you pointed this out once in one of the BTS. The best part about that giant head <laughs> is that I had food in my teeth oh. and they did not they did <laughs> they not crump it out. they didn't what? like photoshop it I've out I've never noticed I had like, like a little piece of salad or something in my tooth no big deal until they blow up your head to be five feet tall no. yeah it's there I've never I said, thanks guys yeah, I took never 800 photos thanks for <laughs> <laughs> it just looks like a little shadow but then when you're like oh no wait when someone confirms that it's food you're, you're like, like oh that's that's a corn nut. Yeah, that's definitely a corn nut. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, it's um, it's one of my favorite props on set. I'm trying to think of what the other props were on set. The Shotsky is always great. Yeah, there's Shotsky's a lot of good. fun just party paraphernalia. Mm-hmm. Oh, also the um, party time banner mm-hmm. that's there is just so great. I don't. That we might that live in our office. Yeah, it might be yeah. in our office right now. Actually, we have a whole box of like party time stuff sitting in our office. Love it. Uh, oh, which two characters do you want to ship with each other? There are so many ships in this movie. It is might as well be called a port. It's, it's, yeah, it's literally oh, it's battleship. Oh, yeah, got their first woman. <laughs> um, I ship Brent and Link's characters. Yeah, and their storyline. No spoilers. Mm, I the mean, open ended. I mean, <laughs> true. That could be the sequel. I ship Brent and Link. Just in life, <laughs> in general. I really ship Charlie. Uh-huh. Like, oh, like there's some fiance. sweet stuff. Yeah, some really sweet stuff. Yeah, there, I know you. You have a very good relationship in this. Yeah, or Charlie does. And anyway. Kellen Coleman, who plays uh, Charlie's fiance, she came to my house on Friday. Oh yeah, uh, for a party, and she just showed up. She's like, "I got something for you." She's always so raspy, <laughs> and she just gives me one of those wine glasses that holds a whole bottle. <gasps> nice. Like, That's a good housewarming. She's mm-hmm. a good one. Yeah. Um, people are asking, what's a good drinking game for watching? Dirty 30. Oh, geez. I know. I feel like this, we can brainstorm a little bit, but I feel like we could probably come up with a really good one eventually. Definitely. Um, I feel like it needs to be one of those ones that has like a list of five different things. Right. I'm trying to think of what, anytime, no, you get blackout drunk. I was like, anytime a character like with (laughs) like passion storms off camera. Oh, oh, okay. What about this? This is something that we all do because of a habit of spending a lot of time (laughs) together, but we all go like this a lot. Is that a oh, good Oh, like drinking? raising our hands? Like, you know what I mean? We do that? Oh, yeah, when you're like, just be like, you know, if a director is like, okay, now like say goodbye or like be awkward to be like, oops, you got caught. You know what I mean? Yeah, or like, like a hand. Oh. oh, no, it's like one hand. It's like, oh, anytime there's like a reactionary face of like the, yeah. like an zoiks yeah. kind of mm-hmm. face, yeah. I think that could happen a lot. Anytime a cake gets smashed, I think that might be uh-huh. a good mm-hmm. drinking game. Anytime food goes to waste. <laughs> I don't do I don't know drinking games I, I don't know yeah I gotta think about that's it tough. every time Dan Chamberlain says hell yeah every oh, time yeah. Peter says hell yeah. yeah that's a great one that's, that's a good a great one. one that's really good okay we're gonna take a quick break and think on some more drinking games for you guys with Dirty 30 we'll be right back with Hannah and Mamrie and more Not Too Deep Woo! that was very harmonized 
deep. Oh boy. Mamrie, please. <laughs> We're back with more Not Too Deep and Hannah Mamrie Hart. Hello. Rock and roll. We're talking all things Dirty 30 and uh, someone wants to know, oh wait, I'm finding the, the, the question that, okay, what was the dirtiest thing slash secret that you ever did or told? Whoa. Whoa. Just start. Whoa. That thing tells me this is a youngin. Yeah. Back the from dirtiest. the commercial break, start in light. Wait, the dirtiest secret we've ever told? The That's dirtiest thing you've ever did or secret you've ever told? The dirtiest thing you've ever, I mean. I mean, I have a book, so just go buy that. <laughs> yeah, that'll tell you anything. I'm trying to think of like, not dirty in a sexual way, but dirty in like physical, grimy, oh. dirt way. <laughs> okay, oh. if we're not thinking sexual, then. Uh-huh. I'm out. <laughs> The the dirtiest thing I've ever done is when I was in college and I worked as a maintenance manager. Mm -hmm. And what that meant was that I was in charge. I lived in a a co-op, which was a shared house, and there were with 60 other girls, um, which meant that the toilets and the sinks and the showers would get clogged from time to time. No. And so my job was to take a snake and declog that stuff. Oh, yeah, I learned a lot. Not an actual snake. No, I know. No, okay. she knows. No. <laughs> I thought you were just like totally dumbfounded that I was grabbing a snake to put it down a toilet. That snake is going to help. <laughs> just it's all the fucking Forget hair Drano. and whatnot and comes wow. out. Fat. No, well, for those of you that don't know, if you're listening, you don't know what a snake is. It's basically a big coil rod um, that's attached to uh, basically like a lever that you spin and the coil rod winds its way down through the plumbing hooking on, I mean, it's rotating constantly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so then it hooks onto whatever the clog is and you pull it out and then you take it off and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so that job involved a lot of stuff. This is not the dirtiest moment yet. So I was very familiar with unclogging shower drains, uh-huh. very familiar with unclogging toilets <laughs> yep. and sinks. Mm-hmm. And the house was really old. It was built like in the 1920s. There's a rumor it used to be like a brothel, but we know. Whoa, scandal. Nobody knows. Long story short, Uh, What happens after a series of complicated clogs with houses that are built way back in the day is that the bottom, the pipes that go out to the street also build up over time. So about (laughs) once a year, they cease to function. So one unfortunate day, I'm asleep, and then someone's banging on my door like, Hannah, Hannah, and I'm like, what, what? And they're like, you have to go down to the kitchen. And I'm like, what? I run down to the kitchen. Oh, my God. And the kitchen is like um, it's like a restaurant-style kitchen. So you know mm-hmm. how on the floor of the restaurant-style kitchen, there's a big grate. There's a, two big grates okay. to catch anything. You know, sometimes you have to hose it down, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah. Out of those two big no. grates is sewage oh, pouring my God. into the kitchen. <gasps> I don't know what to do. <laughs> Did you cause it by your snaking? No, some, no, 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 no. Somebody, you know, flushed once. It was one bad flush or whatever. And then it just, because it backs <gasps> up from the street because it's like the pipes are so old. So I call like the maintenance supervisor guy. He's like, I'll be there in an hour. Meanwhile, oh. I'm just trying to damage control this. So I go, I turn off all the water. I go around. It's a 60 person house. I'm telling everyone, do not use the bathroom. Nobody use the bathroom. Because oh anything, God. any liquids that are going down are coming back. Oh my God. Yeah. It was a nightmare. <sighs> um, and that's the dirtiest thing I've ever done. So, like, then you just call some poor bastard to clean it up? No, the maintenance supervisor guy. So he was like, the, all the co-ops are in a system. So, like, I do the regular house stuff, but anything that's like, you know, the f- street is backing up into our house. It, and the street's not your responsibility. Ooh. It's too big of an issue. Like, like, I don't know if I could, like, go back and, like, eat in that kitchen after. 
yeah. that scenario. Ooh, ouch. That's yeah, pretty... it was brutal. We really sanitized everything, but yeah, it was uh, it was uh, not clean. That's good. Good to good to remember. I mean, the only memory I have of and yeah, raising your hand. Yes, Hannah. I will say that. <laughs> Great for a podcast. <laughs> radio podcast. I will say that the best part of that is the fact that I am no longer intimidated by clogs of any kind. If your sink is clogged, if your toilet's clogged, if your shower's clogged, call I know Hannah Hart. Call Hannah Hart. Wow. Oh, I will. Oh, yeah. I will. Yeah, no, you should. I'm not. People are like, oh my God, I'm going to get a plunger. And I'm like, this is nothing. <laughs> I've and seen then, some things. I've seen some shit. You took on a slight Spanish accent when you said, this is nothing. I was thinking Russian. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's great. Well, that beats anything. Yeah, I could possibly think. I was trying to. The closest thing I had to like messy, dirty is when uh, we did the final episode of My Damn Channel Live, and we did that like with Jack, and it was that long, like gross slip and slide, just soap everywhere. Oh my god! And it was just like getting in our eyeballs. (laughs) We were just like, uh, it was. um, I think it was whipped cream. Actually, I think it was technically editable. Or shaving cream. Or oh no, that's right. It was shaving cream. cream. That's right. It was shaving cream. Yeah, we had to (laughs) pop balloons, right? Something. I don't no, no, remember. that was on Halloween. I don't remember. Ugh. It's all a blur. It's a blur. It was blur. all it was all drunken mess. Yeah. It was fun. It was fun. So many memes. Lives online forever. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I want to know what other YouTubers do you wish you could have included in Dirty Thirty? Oh, oh my god. All of our faves. Yeah. We tried to get Colleen in there, but it was a yeah. scheduling issue. Oh, yeah. So great. And tried to get Lily in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Man. That would have been fun. I'm trying to think of who else would have been. Oh, Harley. We tried to get Harley at oh, one Oh, we wanted Harley to play the character opposite me, but that was another scheduling thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that so, would have. Like, I would have. really busy, it turns out. I mean, Dan Chamberlain was hilarious, hilarious, hilarious. Um, but man, I really would have messed around with Harley. Whoa, you got soundbite after soundbite. Right? What was the hardest part to shoot without laughing? I think it was less, like, because we take it pretty seriously when we're on camera. Mm-hmm. However, every time I was opposite Adam in goth makeup, oh yeah, it killed me. Uh, but it was harder to not laugh when you were behind the camera just watching other yes. people's scenes. Totally. Yes, Absolutely. When they did, there's a dance-off in the movie. And yeah. when that dance-off was happening, we were standing behind the monitor just gripping our, like, cupping oh. our mouths just trying not to bust the shot. There was also, I've, maybe I'm remembering this wrong, but I feel like in that scene, what was the three of us that are on the staircase and yep. we're like talking you up into like staying for the party? Yes. Hannah does this thing where she like puts her hands on top of each other, mimicking like climbing out of something. And- I'm a rat. <laughs> I'm a rat. And I feel like I was having a hard time in that scene getting through it without smiling. For me, it's always the end of the day giggles that kill me. And yeah, so like and that, that late night shoot that we did that was our like our last day and we're like doing all these scenes outside. Like I always just want to like just be a total goofball and just yeah. like bust jokes and just. Um, also, that was the one night that we had a stunt and they were like, OK, she's oh, yeah. only going to do this twice. Oh, and so God. I was really nervous. It's like when you have a scene with like breakaway glass. And yeah. like, we only have three bottles. You're like, I'm going to bust the shot. Yeah. Uh, so trying to keep a straight face when I knew there was a stunt happening. Was- and you were the closest one to the stunt physically. It was in- and we didn't know what was going to happen. No. And it was like. We were not prepared. <laughs> so all of our reactions are very genuine in that scene. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, oh, what was. Oh, the other thing was that we would have to. Everything shot out of order, and our characters are mm-hmm. drinking throughout the night. So we'd have to like remind ourselves what level of drunk acting we had to do, which is totally. like 
kind of it's, it's difficult hard. not to play it like so over the top. Maybe like you're a seven. You're a seven right oh, now. Oh, so yeah. you guys had like a number for how drunk you were? Yeah, sort of. That's like kind of smart because you would be even partying all night, right? And so you don't want to sure, go from sense. scene to scene. That's just like like hey guys, let's go. And we arrive like, there. We and we're just like, did what? seven shots because <laughs> like, Goldfine would come up to us and he'd be like, "You're all too happy. Remember, you're drunk. You're too like coherent right now." That's really funny. Oh, well, he's a yeah. sad drunk. And then we get excited. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. He's the best. He would get it. We would get like high energy, like it's the end of the day, and he'd be like, "You seem like cokeheads. Like, calm it down. Oh, remember that scene, you're drunk." That scene where she's climbing out of the rut. I remember yeah. we stopped filming that scene. We wrapped on it finally. And Goldfine was like, "Did you all just drink diet cokes?" Oh yeah, because <laughs> yeah. we were just like, blah, 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 blah. I know, because we were exhausted by the end of the day trying to maintain energy. Um, someone to know, did that llama spit on any of you? Oh, because we shot. Oh it's yeah, an alpaca. It's yeah, an alpaca. It's an alpaca. Um, I do they spit? I don't know. Camels do. What I do know is that I'm not comfortable around large animals. Me either. Yeah. I, I turns out as an adult, I'm scared of a lot of animals. I'm like, you do you? I'll do me. <laughs> yeah. 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 Bears close in size. Yeah. Ew. And hairstyle. And there was a lot. <laughs> like yeah, that was alpaca was, was really a who life. wore it best of a day. <laughs> um, no, but I learned that Grace isn't really into animals. When we did yeah. Hey USA. Yeah, I didn't know that about myself. You'd be like feeding marshmallows to these wild hogs on our like Right in their floor. mouth. Yeah, and I was literally like holding onto a pole in the back of the boat being yeah. like, please, do we get the shot? We got the shot. Yeah, it's a shocker <laughs> that I was comfortable on a swamp tour. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. Because um, she's Southern. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I'm a swamp person. <laughs> Someone wants to know, did you keep anything from set? Oh, probably. Well, my big ass head stools. with my food in it. <laughs> Uh, kept that. Kept that. I'm trying to think of if we kept anything else. Specific. I always want to steal stuff. That's a good Our somebody. dignity. <laughs> I mean, except bar stools. Um, no. 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 I don't think we did. Nothing that we we're like ready to We talk have a lot about. of party things, party favors and whatnot. But yeah, I think, those are just extra stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, someone says, predict the craziest story from the cast party. <gasps> Uh, oh my so goodness! So by the time you hear this, the cast party will probably have happened already. Yeah, if you're the watching party. this, yeah, it hasn't happened yet. But oh man, what what's gonna happen? Well, the thing is, we also have to get on a flight the next morning. Yeah, we're flying out at like six a.m. I next don't day. know. Though. But that doesn't really stop us. <laughs> no, and what I want us to do is dance. I'd rather not go home. I'd rather take like a car service to the, airport, to the airport and then just like sleep in the car for three hours rather than risk. And One that, of us mm-hmm. oversleeping. I'm not naming names. Grace I'm not helping. Naming names. <laughs> Grace helping the first. It's my party trick. <laughs> yeah, baby. Let's all do that. Oh, wait. We're wink, wink. wink. Uh, I know. And then I'm like, I'm being kidnapped. <laughs> Uh, what is going to happen? Ooh. I think it's going to be fun time. Lots of dancing. Think, lots of dancing. Lots I of mean, shenanigans. I really love to dance so, so much. I just, Me yeah. too. I just hope that we just dance like nobody's watching. But we might be live streaming, but then so be everyone's like, going to be take pictures. Please take pictures of us right now. Yeah, take pictures of us candidly We have dancing. hair and makeup done. <laughs> what are you guys going to wear? Oh, oh, I was going to ask you the same thing. I don't know. Because do I go, are we, we're not. Is this an offline conversation? Oh, <laughs> might be offline. Oh. Is it? But we can spend 20 minutes talking about it and then edit it out. <laughs> this is just an excuse for us to catch up. We haven't uh, seen well, each other in a couple weeks. Here's a question. What's the best birthday party, or not just birthday party, party that you've ever been to? You guys remember? Sorry. <laughs> well, I, mean, I threw a great party on Friday. Hannah uh, was out of town, but made me threw a great. I decided party on to Friday. throw a last minute party on Friday, and like fifty people rolled up. Yeah, and there were people like n- 
nice Peter from Epic Rap Battles is like having a hula hoop competition in my living room. Yeah. And people are just like going nuts. It was it was fun. It yeah. was um, every time Mamrie throws a killer party, yeah. it's when I'm out of town. Yeah, I, you weren't at the weapons party. I wasn't at Double Quinceanera. Right? Mamer's 30th birthday that she had a weapons party. Yeah. yeah. It was great. Every time Mamie throws a killer party, I'm not around. My 30th birthday, I dressed as a ninja. Yep. Uh, invited a bunch of people to a warehouse mm-hmm. in the east side. And uh, we and had we blow dart competition, pellet gun t- competition, there, Chinese it was, it was star with throwing competition. Tyler's mom was there. Yeah. How do I not take this personally? How do I not make <laughs> Mamer's birthday party about me? <laughs> yeah. Hannah, what's the best party you've ever been to? Aye. If one stands out. Okay, remember, um, uh, Uh-oh. do you remember when we all, when you guys first, you first moved to L.A., you guys all first moved to L.A., <laughs> I and I threw, used to throw HannahCon for my birthday. Yes. Do you remember the HannahCon where I got us a room? We stayed at the W. And oh, we my went to Jumbo. Oh, my God. Do you yes. remember that happened? That was the first time I met Olga Kay. We went to, okay, Jumbo's Clown Room. I woke up in room. the shower eating cashews. <laughs> yeah, because you didn't want to wake me up. I was like, I'm hungry, and I'm sleeping on the couch, and so I stepped out into the shower and sat on the floor and just ate cashews. I wore those, like, bright green leggings. That night? Oh, yeah, wow. that was a choice. For those of you listening who aren't aware, Jumbo's Clown Room is a weird bar in LA where it's mm. kind of like they have strippers. Mm, bar. It's a burlesque. Yeah, they, they serve like, alcohol and hardly anyone can sit down. Yeah, it's a burlesque. It's a strip club. No, it's there's no, no nudity. There's no, they no don't nudity. take off any clothes. It's, no. It should be real. And a lot of them like, do shtick. Like, there was this girl that came out to mm-hmm. LMFAO dressed as Kobe Bryant or dressed as, like, someone from the Lakers and was just, like, doing this whole hilarious, like, athletic routine. But, but yeah, but the, and they do it, like, you know. I mean, it's definitely, like, a. Scantily clad. Yeah, it's, like, yeah. A, okay, it's a burlesque it's, show. It's, it's a burlesque show, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it's definitely, like, playing on the strip club idiom more so than, like, a bar. Wouldn't you I don't say? know, man. I've been well, to a real strip club, and it's it not is. burlesque. Burlesque is the art of tease. This is the art of sleaze. <laughs> yeah, it's in the middle of like strip mall How Hollywood. You? Yeah. you flag on a pole, making your body wave. That's not sleaze. That's it's crap. just it's hilarious because like it's each funny. girl that comes out, they come out for like three minutes to like one song. They have and they this... do dance on a pole, which people throw money at. But I don't I mean, understand it. Sure. Classic, it's like gymnastic, kind of and no one gets naked. No, no one's one gets naked. naked, and it's more of like an appreciation rather than like this turns me on kind yeah. of thing. Sure, sure, sure. No, I, I agree with that. Because there's like equal I just amounts mean, if we're of gonna like, say if we're gonna get into a semantic argument, I would say it's more. It's so it's a burlesque. No, I would say like if you were nervous to go to a real yeah, strip go club, you go there to like. Yeah, it's that's that's fair. But there's no Test other the bars that I would say you know. Yeah, and then there's girls that no, come out and dance on poles and you throw money at them. Oh my Not God. yet. <laughs> Here's the thing. I will say that I think actually Jumbos has gotten pretty hip. Yeah, it's gotten yeah, it's, it's very hip. It's like hipster strip club, you it's could say. Totally hipster yeah, so it's hip club, now. Yeah. So uh-huh. we have to save those memories. We had to memories. wait in line to get in when we went for Hanacon anyway. Yeah, but when we walked in, it was like totally relaxed. Well, you know what yeah. I mean? If you buy a t shirt, they'll put you at the front of the line. That's what was happening. We were all like buying merch. And that Jack, sort of Jack, Jack, the hot host, everything. Jack, Jumbos. Okay, wait, wait. Let's hear it. Grace, favorite party. Favorite party? God, I don't know. I mean, yeah, your party, <laughs> that was fun. They're all, they've all been really fun. I'm trying to think of like a standout, like, of the party. ones you remember, can remember. Remember when I threw you a party for your birthday before we moved to, um, it's before we moved to LA and I threw you a party at, oh, what was the name of the bar? It wasn't Buttermilk. It was the other one, but I made you a cake and it had all the characters yes, of Honey you, Boo Boo on and it. And you gave me a giant dental dam as yeah. my birthday gift. Well, no, technically. <laughs> she made a giant prop. No. She took a hula hoop and wrapped it no, in No, 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 that's not what it was. It was a, 
collapsible green screen oh, yeah. that I gave you, but I wrapped it in, in paper and made a huge sign and I basically packaged it like it was a three foot tall dental no, dam. I was like, yeah, I one. got the dental dam you wanted. <laughs> you wrote in all caps, dental dam on the outside. And so I had to walk and you gave it to me like at a bar before oh we got to God. that bar. So I had to walk to the other bar holding this giant prop dental dam in Brooklyn. Yeah, I forgot. That was fun. <laughs> I think that was fun. Was that, that was your, fun. Was that your favorite? one? Uh, I was just trying to get me to throw another party. (laughs) I know it's hard to say. I feel like uh, we've made a lot of memes. Yeah, we have. Yeah, but party party. I don't know. They've all been great. They've all been great, right? You and Hank and Mamrie had a good dance party. I mean, oh yeah, that was like a three-person dance party. That was fun. It happens. It happens. Um, Every time's everywhere's a party when you get the three of us involved. What do you think are like the three? Most important. <laughs> Just glossing over And that. my voice is so much lower because I have been partying the last week that I'm like, hello. <laughs> Every party's a party when we're involved. Wow. That sounded like, wow. Like yeah, a you need PBS. to talk like that more yeah. often. Thank Whoa. you. <laughs> I'm just going to once a week scream into a pillow for 20 minutes <laughs> to maintain this level of sex. Yo. Um, it, what do you think are the three most important things when you're throwing a party? Oh, okay. When you said that, I was going to go, I do not understand heterosexual sex. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. Oh, well, I mean... Look, for an adult party, for myself, yeah, plenty of booze, because yeah. the last thing you want to do is run out. Also, I think one of the most important things is to have a relaxed host. Yeah. Because yeah. there's nothing worse than going to a party and being concerned because the person who's throwing the party isn't having fun. Mm, like, so make sure true. you're like, everyone's friends, everyone's going to have a good time. So just like make everyone feel relaxed and like you're equally there to have a good time and yeah. not, not just be this weird servant where people are getting drunk in the, your house. Yeah. 100%. Mamrie, you are you throw great parties. Every time I've tried to throw a party, I've called Mamrie over to come early and help. And help <laughs> do stuff. <laughs> Make everything. Oh, my going away party for Hello Harto Tour. That was so delicious. That was a delicious party because you made all the snacks. Oh, right. Back in my, my little place. Yeah, what, it was oh, like, yeah. it was when she was still in a little apartment and it was Tyler mm-hmm. and oh, right. all of us. And Remember? I made a bunch of food. I'll send you a picture from it. Me no, and Tyler we spooned found, Didn't we find that a photo night. from that a while ago? We uh, found like some throwback photo mm-hmm. of a party at your place years and years ago. Yeah. Tyler and I spooned and I remember the next day he tweeted like, Spooning with me. And, me and Mamrie uh, shared a couch <laughs> last night. I was Alves the tiny spoon and I was like, go fuck yourself. But, <laughs> I was like, why would you say, what, I'm a ladle? I'm like a novelty size, like, <laughs> servant spoon. Like, yeah, like, here we are at the orphanage making a big thing of gruel. <laughs> spoon. I mean. Okay, wait, three things for a party? Yeah, I feel like one important thing is readily available toilet paper in bathrooms for people that Classic like. Classic Helbig answer. Yeah, seriously. I mean, I've been in a bathroom situation where I'm like, where is their toilet paper? I don't want to walk out of this scenario right now. Mm-hmm. I also think lighting is a really huge yes, deal huge. because when things are too bright, I think subconsciously people feel very uncomfortable around each other. I think that I agree. So lighting is super huge. Sound yeah. Like for music yeah, yeah, and yeah. Um, dancing, I really think that Curse my favorite dancing. moment yeah. of the night is where the people, like where your 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 closest people, are still there. Yeah, and then suddenly you're dancing. You know Girl, what I mean? Like dancing. that's my favorite part. Yeah, I think it's nice in the beginning for the sound level to be where you can not yell at each There's other. There's nothing you more can... awkward than being in a room with like when only ten people are there. Yeah. 
only 10 people showed up and you're like, why are we talking at this level? Yeah. yeah. Yelling over each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, sound guy. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you guys, like celebrity guests, would you most want to show up to at one of your parties? Or be at a party? What would be the best case scenario to be at a party that's great and you're feeling good and you look over and blah, blah's there? Oh my God. Well, I guess best case scenario, Beyonce, but then at the same time, if you look, did you see oh, the photos from her birthday party? Her Soul Train themed thirty-fifth birthday party. I actually can't talk to either of you <laughs> about Beyonce right now. Whoa, because really? Because of the VMAs. Oh yeah, Grace we and I ask, were at the VMAs. Yeah, I had a ticket. We didn't ask for that though. I know, but they just reminded me. <laughs> I remind. But you've them. seen Beyonce in concert, and neither of us have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sweet, sweet memory. Yeah, so Beyonce is 100% the person. Oh my God, but wouldn't that, now, but I might, like, that would, like, the party would, like, all the sound would drain out of your ears, and then you would oh, just be like, Oh, dream. Not even. It would just no, be like, This a is light. my moment, like, just starts playing. I wouldn't be able to approach her. It would just be like, How would you function if Beyonce was anywhere near you? I would well, be, she walked past us on the red carpet. And, and she, uh, walk is an understatement. She floated. She glided. Yeah, we said we were like, is she on a hoverboard? Yeah. Because like she, she did not words, take any like, steps, but she knives. somehow got down the white carpet. But um, they also, I've been saying, they pushed us out of the way like we were trying. Like at one moment, Grace and I are all mm-hmm. glammed up and we're like, oh, take pictures over here, over here. And yeah. then it was like we were being shoved into a Japanese subway train. It was just like, <laughs> everyone move. Like yeah. Beyonce needed a... 12 foot radius to walk by. So I was like, this outfit's going to be insane. Nope. Yeah. She just, I was waiting for like 12 the, feet. the Lady Gaga like egg thing to arrive and we didn't know what was happening because it was kind of panicked and kind of excited all at the same time. And then you started to hear screams from a distance just start to like waft oh my God. closer to you. And you're like, where is she? Where is she? Where is she? Where is she? Yeah. yeah. No wonder she's always on a yacht somewhere because that's the only place she isn't surrounded by constant screaming. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I know because she had Blue there with her and you were telling me because I couldn't see that she that was, was like Yeah, Blue was her. nervous and she was squeezing her hand at me like, are you okay, baby? Are you okay? Because all the photographers were like screaming at her to get her attention to take photos. <laughs> yeah, she was like, are you okay? Oh, and I was like, <laughs> So the photographers were silent. It was just me. <laughs> 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 oh my god do you, would you guys want a surprise party thrown for yourselves what do you feel about you surprise know what parties? I heard of recently what is someone was being thrown a surprise like engagement party what in their own home I was like you can't throw someone a surprise party in their own home like, but what they have to they, clean it up what if they got like in a fight oh, yeah. at dinner and oh. then you walk in and you're like Oh shit! Oh, you mean many people? It was a party in the home after the engagement was supposed no, no, to no. happen. No, 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 like it was just a party. Like they a were all going to come over. But like, don't oh. throw a surprise party in someone nah, else's nah, nah, home. Nah. No, that's bad taste. That's a that's bad, bad taste. taste. Bad yeah. taste. But uh, no, I really like throwing parties, so I'd feel like I got kind of gypped. And you're great at throwing theme parties. I love a good theme party. Is there one that you haven't thrown yet that you're waiting to throw? Oh, I was thinking of different themes the other day. Um, <laughs> like my Pinterest board is my, all yeah, over my the place. Weird, my weird party. <laughs> I am not sure. I mean, I have Murder mystery. We haven't done... Uh, we've, we've always talked about it. We need it. to do murder mystery. I've done the murder mystery before, but I just... You gotta select people who will really go full out. Yeah. Yeah, because it's always bad if there's a theme party and then there's people that aren't participating in the theme because it feels very polarizing. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. That's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that, like, I've, on- I- I've only ever been thrown a surprise party once, and that was when I was really, really little, and I was turning 10. Mm-hmm. It was double digits. Um, and I was at my dad's house, and he's Jehovah's Witness, so it wasn't like, it was like, they don't celebrate 
anything. Sure. And so I was like, man, I turned 10 and nothing's going to happen. And I got home and my mom had a cake. Aww. And she was like, we're going to celebrate. That's so sweet. And I was so happy. And I was like, oh. and so like that was like, um, that was like a surprise party. That was really nice. That's oh super God. sweet. Bringing it in with actual nice things. You guys can read all about it in Buffering, Buffering Book. book. <laughs> <laughs> like that was the most seamless plug you've ever done. I guess. Seamless. Um, it's a Grubhub. So good. <laughs> I, my, when I was in ninth grade, my friends threw me a surprise birthday party and I had like, I was just so confused. Like my friend Emily brought me over to her house and like all these girls like ran that I wasn't even like close friends with a lot of people. Like I was close friends with maybe like three or four people in my high school. And then all these girls I sort of knew jumped out and I screamed at Emily, oh my God, all these people are here for you. <laughs> so I was like, no idea Aww. what was happening at all whatsoever. And it was really sweet, but it was also like, now I'm obligated to talk to all these girls I only sort of know oh. and that like we're not really friends but definitely came just to be part of something. So mm -hmm. it was like... Really like a little bit helping nightmare. Yeah, but <laughs> it was sweetly intentioned. Everything about it was really nice. But mm. Best know. laid plans. Yeah. Um, we're almost to the end what? of the podcast. I know. Is there any final thoughts that you would like to give to anyone about Dirty 30, about going to see it, about downloading it? Oh, I mean, it's... Phenomenal and hilarious. <laughs> it's really fun. And I just feel like don't be the Hannah Hart. Don't be left out of the party. Uh, oh. oh. <laughs> no, um, no, it's just a really good time. What else are you going to do for 90 minutes? Right? Mm. It's also, I was thinking about this the other day. <laughs> Is that your dating profile, babes? <laughs> what else are you going to do? <laughs> 90 minutes God bless yeah. you oh, love screaming right. into pillows oh, <laughs> throw me an ice cube let's go uh, I also was thinking the other day that it's not it's a good date movie and it's yes. a good like friend movie oh my it god all the different it's, emotions that's yeah. true it's a good beginning of dating movie too yeah. because it's it, it can be it's it's romantic it's definitely sweet mm -hmm. yeah. but it's not so romantic that you're left uncomfortable like you should right. never yes. watch a rom-com with someone you just started Ooh. dating yeah there's nothing worse than or like going to a movie on a date, first date, and there's just a gratuitous sex scene. Right. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. same with watching well, with spoilers. your parents. <laughs> 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 but there's, I think it's like, it doesn't put that weird pressure on you to have to be like, so do we talk about what's happening between us after this movie is Exactly, done? exactly. It's just fun. Yeah, it's a good friend movie, a good date movie. And a good like solo hanging out movie because it's just really fun. And yeah. also, there's so much going on in it. It's a it's a watch more than once. Oh yeah, no, that's super true because there's so many storylines that I missed a lot of it the first time I saw the cut of it, and mm -hmm. I went back and I was like, oh my god, just like really small moments that are sweet. Mm. I'm pumped. Yeah, I'm pumped. Please buy our film. Please, uh, where can they buy it? A dirty30movie.com or iTunes or all over the place. And mm -hmm. hopefully, I don't know when you guys will be listening or watching this podcast, but hopefully some of you have gone to actual theatrical screenings yes. of Dirty 30, so which exciting. is happening in the U.S. I hope you guys like seeing it in theaters. And then also, if you go to dirty30movie.com, you'll be able to get the extras and the bonus oh, yeah. stuff and all them bloops. And there's merch. You, I mean, a lot of you have it already, all the t-shirts that say party time that we wear in the party film. Party so time. You get to feel like you're actually there. Have you yeah. ever gone to a party where they give you, like, t-shirts for the person there? I think so. Yeah. That's fun. I, mm -hmm. I forget about it now. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, this is so exciting. Thank you guys for making time for this. Thanks, thanks for, for having us, us, actual best friend. Of yeah. Course. Also, thanks for all these adorable screenshots of us that are going to be coming on the internet because this shit looks good. Oh, wait. Yeah, this this is also a podcast. Thanks for these beautiful sound clips. <laughs> <laughs> You're covering all the bases. Okay, yeah. we'll see you guys next time on Not Too Deep. Bye. Bye. Too deep. Too deep. Too deep. Not too deep. It was Grace Helbig.
Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated, produced and directed by Jack Ferry with production support from Fullscreen Studios and Michael Rucker. Associate producer Melissa D. Mons with production assistance by Diane Kang. Editing by Melissa D. Mons. And an extra special thank you to Flula for the theme music.